Follow the deep, unwavering wisdom of your heart. It knows who you are, in case you forgot. Life is not linear. It's a magnificent dance that invites us to be more than we can imagine. But that doesn't mean growing is easy. I'm George Kalantis, and welcome to Tough Transitions. In this podcast, I'll share stories from my own life and the stories of others so you can fully accept yourself and rewrite the way you see the world to stop holding yourself back from your best self and your extreme power. This is your path. Your life is unfolding exactly the way it was intended. Learn how to connect your heart, listen to your voice, and free yourself from limitations and expectations so you can claim your true, unlimited potential. Back with another Friday flow, and it recently occurred to me as I got a notification from Medium, it's the platform that I have been writing on for a few years now, that one of my articles hit over 10,000 views. Now that's wild because I would have never thought that an article about how I felt, which was actually not supposed to be published, which was just supposed to be a personal journal locked, would turn into a book and would turn into so many opportunities for me. It also never occurred to me that I never did a podcast on that. So today, I'm going to share five uncomfortable truths I learned about divorce, especially as I come up on my third year. It's interesting because I read these things and I cringe because one, the writing has changed so much since then, but two, it's it's all very true, which is why I started the podcast off with that, that quote, and that's a quote from my book. Because if you've ever been through divorce and a harsh breakup, you know the internal battles of the shame, the regret, the sadness, the fear, the anger, the frustration that really makes you doubt who you are as a human and what love is about. I remember in the middle of my divorce when I realized it was finally happening, that I resisted so much. And I just kept playing highlight reel after highlight reel, not accepting the truth, the truth that the relationship was over, the truth that we weren't a good match, the truth that she didn't choose me anymore, the truth of the greatest outcome of letting her go, the truth of if I fully choose her, the truth of what I struggle with, the truth of what I was bad at, the truth of what she was bad at, and really that no matter what the outcome was, I was always safe if I accepted what's true and took full responsibility for my life. And so during that time of divorce, I created more stories of what marriage and fatherhood should be like, right? I tried so hard never to be my like my parents, but in the end, that exact story put me in the place of them. So I'd like to share some lessons I've learned. And the first one in the article, it says, love is earned, not bought. Now, that was true at the time because I tried to buy my love. What I would say is that love is earned, never given. The reasoning behind this at the time was I really thought love was like that Hollywood romantic comedy. And learning about love has been one of the toughest things I've ever had to do in my life. In my own selfish attempt to feel accepted, I ignored my feelings and I closed off my heart and I lost trust in myself and the outside world despite love being right in front of me the whole time. I think a lot of people do that same thing, right? And I do not regret all the amazing things we had as a couple. Those experiences we had were amazing. This is just me coming to you from a 30,000 foot view of understanding that I really put love on a pedestal when I was married. Because I, I thought love was about these gestures and experiences and milestones. In reality, those are great and they can strengthen a relationship, but they can also push them further away if you're expecting something from it. Because true love is actually much simpler than all those adventures and milestones. 
the biggest thing, and I talk about this in my book, was that I never let my ex-wife see me for who I was as a man. I never communicated what I was feeling. And rather than express what was on my mind, I would repress, which led to depression and anger and frustration and resentment. And rather than try to express it, I bought dresses, flowers, cards, fancy trips. I know it sounds amazing. And it was. But it also caused an emotional indebtedness in our relationship. Despite the experiences and the feelings that we had, buying love, it was never going to keep us together. It was like putting a Band-Aid on, a bleeding wound that had to bleed out. So looking back today, it was just me not allowing her to see who I was or see into my heart. I thought, as a man, like many do, that I had to do everything. (laughs) How arrogant of me to believe that I could do everything by love and never needed help. In the end, I hurt both of us, right? And it sucked. And so I think to say that you have to stop holding on to something that is meant to be free because love thrives on freedom. You can love hard and give it your best and someone can still choose to walk away. And that's the beautiful part about love. Because the moment you try to control it is the moment you actually forget how love works. Over the last three years, I've realized that freedom from love comes from accepting full responsibility for our lives. And the truth is, love is anything but easy. In every choice we make in our relationship, it comes with a consequence. And usually the struggles that we face reflect those choices we make. So if we're complaining about our relationship problems, we have to remember that our problems are usually a direct reflection of our choices. I've accepted that I'll always have a deep love for my ex-wife, just in a different way, because we had something special and we have something special now, a beautiful daughter. And that really led me to an exploration for a whole year of not dating. The second thing I've really learned is, what if soulmates weren't the ones that lasted forever? Could they be? Sure. But along my journey of divorce, I found a quote from Elizabeth Gilbert, and she said, a true soulmate is probably the most important person you'll ever meet because they tear down your walls and smack you awake. So in my story of believing that a soulmate lasted forever, I held on to things that weren't meant to be. I held on to stories that prevented the truths. After hours of coaching and therapy, I now understand that soulmates will come and go in our lives like a season and for a reason. Deep relationships are a necessary component of life, regardless of the outcome. They help us learn, they help us grow, and they can help us support us through difficult times. So here's the spin on the soulmate lesson. I met my ex-wife when I left the Marines. She was the first person that was genuinely interested in who I was. And because I felt lost, confused, and knew nothing about myself or the civilian world, I clinged on to her in fear of abandonment, in fear of not being loved, and all the things that prevented me from opening up to the world. And we did amazing things in what a lot of young couples do. We got married, had a baby, and it was amazing. Until my dream of the perfect world came crashing down in front of us, and the harsh reality of love smacked me dead in the face. And that left me with questioning. Does a soulmate last forever? Possibly, but now I know that a true soulmate does not last forever. A soulmate is that one influential person you will meet in the life because they were tailed down your walls and forced you to face your addiction and struggles while giving you the tools you need to grow. And that's what happened during my marriage and divorce. And now I can be here today acknowledging the fact that relationships 
that do not last are here to teach you better lessons. And they have given me power to stay connected to myself deeper than ever before. And no one can take that away from me. Most importantly, it showed me my gift. The gift of feelings, the gift of vulnerability, the gift of writing. And that is probably one of the coolest things my soulmate has given me. The third thing, which has been a massive revelation for me, you are whole on your own. Your relationship status doesn't dictate your self-worth. I want to say that one more time. Relationship status does not dictate your self-worth. For me, from childhood to the Marines and life after, I've always found someone or something to keep close. And it wasn't until I almost took my life that I realized that there were so many parts about who I was as a man that I didn't like. That's why I was chasing relationships and materialistic things, because I wanted to avoid my pains. And I hid behind this mask, jumping from one night stands, quick relationships, filling a void, drinking away my sorrows, all of it, even working out. And so a few months after my divorce, while I was alone, I felt more alive because I was in touch with who I was. So these last few years have allowed me to accept all of my wounds. And I got to rediscover who I was as a man and reconnect with little Georgie inside and all the things that I left long ago. And I'm pretty proud of who I am as a man today. And I finally give fewer fucks of what others think of me. Anybody know that I'm transitioning into copywriting now and it's been amazing. I'm letting go of coaching, but the podcast is still staying. I'm traveling, I get to write, and I just get to be comfortable with being uncomfortable rather than running from it. And there's a higher calling here because I'm an amazing father to a little girl. I can't believe she's six already. Anyways, what am I getting at? To be whole on your own means that your self-worth is never attached to your relationship status. The next one is, yeah, this is a big one. Healing isn't linear. I say in my book, life is this magnificent dance that invites you to be more than you could ever imagine, which means the way that you're healing inside, it's never going to be a continued progress. It's going to have ups, ups, downs, downs, and everything in between. Like Lao Tzu said, it's this beautiful journey. But when I was going through a divorce, I never accepted that journey. I fucked, I drank, I partied, I did drugs, and it led me into a deep, deep depression. And then it took a near-death experience to realize that pain never disappears because your past never walks away from you. It follows you every chance it has until you find the courage and strength to accept it. So when I filed for divorce and accepted everything that was unfolding, I was forced to be vulnerable and have compassion for the journey that I was on and everything I had done to that point of filing for divorce. And I realized through it all that our suffering can never be defeated or washed away, but only transformed when we explore the love we have for ourselves first. And one of the greatest gifts we can also give ourselves is this listening to our hearts one beat at a time as we allow our hearts to open up to all we feel and connect with ours to find a deeper meaning in it all. And the last one is just let go. Gandhi said, freedom is not worth having if it does not include the freedom to make mistakes because you are not your past. And if you can find ways to use all the energy you take from holding on and release it to sit with yourself in silence and listen to your heart speak, you'll see that a new life is standing there right in front of you. Today, ask yourself, how can you fully love if you are not honest with yourself? You know those areas I'm talking about. Part of feeling the things that come from breakups and divorces, it's all part of being human. In the end, every transition is an experience to teach you a lesson if you invite them in and open to what it has to show you. 
You are not your past. You are who you choose to become. And for me, the reason why I'm here and able to speak about this is because with the help of therapists and coaches, I've discovered my strengths, also my weaknesses, and where I could let go of lifelong patterns and stories that I've told myself about love. And now I'm finally at peace, learning that love is meant to set you free. Love is about integrity. It's not about control. Love is about communication. Love is here to teach you. Regardless of the outcome, you are meant to grow from relationships. Just like exercise, just like anything strenuous on your body. And while I still feel some pain from divorce, some days, some days not so much, I found a lot about who I am as a man through acceptance. I've learned to make space for what needs to come through. And to do that, I have to let my heart speak without shame or judgment. So today, nearly three years after my divorce, I know that I float between worlds of darkness and light because each serves its purpose. Relationships are here to teach me, no matter the outcome. And in this space, I have the capacity to love freely with no limits. And if and when conditions arise or change unexpectedly, I remind myself to take a deep breath, close my eyes, and sit in this space with no judgment and let the process of life unfold. And if you can do the same and sit with yourself long enough, I'm going to tell you that time slows down and your heart will give you the courage to release things that do not serve you. And what does transform in front of you when you give yourself permission to just be is more satisfying than any other thing external or the pain you feel. I can promise you this. Because remember, you have to discover how to follow the deep unwavering wisdom of your heart. It knows who you are in case you forgot. Did you just like what you heard? Then make sure to check out my book, Nowhere to Go, Navigating Tough Transitions. It's available everywhere books are sold. You can also now get it from me for $1 digitally at theartoftoughtransitions.com where you have an option to upgrade to a five-day masterclass to really help you break free of the limitations and expectations of the world so you can tap into your true potential. Because what are you waiting for? Life is this magnificent dance that invites you to be more than you could ever imagine, but only if you give yourself permission to be open to the many tunes in front of you right now. Thanks for listening. Share, review it, and I'll see you around soon.